Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Bilal Muhammad versus Gilbert Burns, which will be going down at UFC 288, and specifically, I'm going to be talking about what's at stake for each fighter heading into this fight, because this is a big-time fight for the welterweight division. I do think it is a number one contender bout, and yeah, whoever wins this gets the next shot at the title, and that's huge for either man, and it's just crazy how this fight came about in a couple weeks' notice, and not only did it come out of the blue so quickly, but it saved the card and it's also a five rounder for this to be a five rounder is absolutely insane to me so yeah this is a big time fight for both men and i want to talk about it and let's start with gilbert burns he is coming off of his last win which happened back in april 8th so it's going to be just less than a month since he last fought which is absolutely insane albeit he is coming off of a quite one-sided win over Jorge Masvidal at UFC 287 he didn't really take too much damage but still for this guy to be making two weight cuts in the same month is absolutely insane and for him to go from Jorge Masvidal who is still a tough fight for anyone even at this age and move to Bilal Muhammad who has so much momentum behind him right now like i gotta give credit to gilbert burns and i understand the sentiment of man gilbert burns is such a likable guy he is such a boss like this guy is awesome like dana should be the one who's like isn't he friggin awesome like this is the guy who deserves it because like damn this guy is not only so active and fighting the toughest fights but he is saving the promotion saving the company because without this fight this card wouldn't have been the greatest to be honest so got to give credit to Gilbert Burns here also Bilal Muhammad but Gilbert Burns he really didn't have to take this fight especially since he just fought a month ago and it was a one-sided win over Jorge Masvidal before that he defeated defeated Neil Magny back in Rio de Janeiro at UFC 283 this is going to be his third fight this year and we're not even halfway into the year which is absolutely insane man like we could be seeing this guy fighting four times this year and one of them being a shot at the title which wow that's actually insane but uh he is on a two-fight win streak over Neil Magny, Jorge Masvidal. His last defeat was against Hamza Chemaev at UFC 273, which was one of those defeats that didn't lower his stock whatsoever. It actually raised his stock, if anything. So this guy is riding on a high ever since that Hamza fight, in my opinion, because even before that, he did defeat Stephen Thompson, but it wasn't the most impressive victory. It was just kind of a victory that he wanted to get a win in bounce back after losing in the title fight against Kamar Usman at UFC 258 so I understand why Gilbert wanted to play it smart and just kind of get the win against Steven Thompson okay that's fine but then afterwards he goes to UFC 273 to fight the rising prospect in Hamza Chimaev and honestly a lot of people were overlooking Gilbert in this fight they're like man this is going to be a very one-sided fight Hamzad is just too good right now too hot and he's hot now like uh, <laughs> he's uh He's just such a hot prospect right now. That's what I mean. Um, and yeah, a lot of people were overlooking Gilbert. They thought it was going to be a one-sided fight. But to the surprise of many, it became such a closely contested bout. One of the greatest fights of 2022. And yeah, man, that was it was an insane fight overall. So 
it didn't lower Gilbert's stock whatsoever, in my opinion, and in the opinions of many others. And it just kind of proved, yeah, this guy is a legit top five guy. And he proved that in his wins against Neil Magny and Jorge Masvidal because he made it look easy, especially that win against Neil Magny. You know, Neil Magny, I get he's like a journeyman in the UFC, but this is a guy who it seemed like he was going to break through soon. He just needed that one win. And if he were to beat Gilbert Burns, that would have been it. And he's a, still a tough fight for many people. But in the end of the day, Gilbert just starched him in the first round. Not starched, but just absolutely dominated him, finished him in the first round, arm triangle choke. Fights Jorge Masvidal wasn't the most impressive win, but in the end of the day, he got the win and it at no point did it seem like he was in trouble and I, it's kind of smart that he fought like this because now he could fight at UFC 288 and not have too much injuries or you know anything like that <laughs> if that makes sense uh but yeah what's at stake for uh Gilbert Burns heading into this fight because yeah this is uh, a big time fight for him it's definitely uh a shot at the title if he wins, I think he definitely definitely deserves to fight for the title next. Um, and that would be great to see him do that at the age of 36. Time is ticking for him. So this, honestly, may be his last chance to do so. And it would be nice to see, you know, for uh, Gilbert Burns to win this and get another shot at the title, especially since it seemed like he he was so close to doing it against Kamaru Usman back in 2021, but just unable to capitalize on knocking Kamaru down and getting the finish. Maybe he'll be able to do that against the Leon Edwards, you know, who, who knows? That will be a tough fight for Leon as well, in my opinion, so... For him, winning this fight means getting a shot at the title, and that is much needed right now at this point of his career. But losing, I think the stakes are very high in regards to Gilbert getting a shot at the title because, like I said, if he loses, it's basically done for him. It's going to be hard for him to climb back up the ladder. I could see him facing someone like Shafka Rahmanov in order to do that and that's just not a favorable fight for him at this point and yeah personally I think it's do or die when it comes to fighting for the title again and yeah like that's what's at stake for Gilbert Burns man and uh this is his last chance he he really needs to get it done against Bilal Muhammad in order to fight for the title one more time before it's all said and done now for Bilal Muhammad he is also taking this fight on short notice his last fight was back in October of 2022 against Sean Brady possibly his most impressive win in the UFC to date because not only was it against a surging prospect in Sean Brady I know a lot of people are writing Sean Brady off they're like who was Sean Brady like why was there so much hype around him but Sean Brady was undefeated going into that fight he was 15-0 and coming off of very impressive wins over Michael Chiesa Jake Matthews I get it he had, he wasn't fighting the biggest names or anything but still 15-0 very young like the sky was the limit for Sean Brady at that point and for Bilal to fight him it, it was very risky because Bilal already was coming off of a win against Vicente Luque he wanted to fight up afterwards but the UFC decided no we're gonna give him 
an up-and-comer, which is a very dangerous fight for anyone. Whenever a fighter fights an up-and-comer, it's like, I respect when they take it and they win it. That's why I respected Justin Gaethje when he beat Rafael Fiziev. It's like, man, that really shows, like, not only are you not afraid to fight anyone, but that you're still in it. Because fighting a fighter who is up-and-coming is so dangerous because the up-and-comers, it's like, yeah, like, I'm the new guy, you know, like that confidence heading into a fight is very daunting. And for the veteran, the top five guy to overcome that and win, it's I think it's very impressive. So I thought that was the most impressive win of Bilal's UFC career, especially because it was a very impressive finish. TKO Sean in the second round. I think it was the best version of Bilal, specifically because he was training tra- training with Habib and his team. And I know that Habib isn't a trainer anymore, but I think Bilal is still training with Habib's guys, which I think will be very beneficial for him. And yeah, I feel like we're seeing a new version of Bilal Muhammad after this growth that he learned from Habib and Habib's team. So I hope we can continue to see that and we'll see what he does against Gilbert Burns. If he's able to show what he showed against Sean Brady back at UFC 280, man, the sky's the limit for Bilal Muhammad, man. And this guy has just been looking so impressive as of recent. His last defeat was back in 2019 against Jeff Neal. But then after that, he goes on a four fight win streak fights Leon Edwards, ends in the no contest after that eye poke. I'll give credit to Leon. Leon was winning that fight fairly easily before that eye poke. Um, But then after that no contest, and that no contest was Bilal's first like fight night headliner. So that was like the first big stage for him. I think he also took that fight on short notice as well. So it was just... um, it was a big moment for him, and sadly it ended like that. But afterwards, bounces back against wins with Damian Maya, Stephen Thompson. The Stephen Thompson one was impressive. I feel like a lot of people didn't expect him to beat Stephen Thompson, but he was able to. And that, in my opinion, really like catapulted him into like top five status. Beats Vicente Luque further, uh, pushes his stock up in the division. I thought he should have got someone higher afterwards, and he was willing to fight anyone. He, he's been calling Colby Covington, Hamza Chimaev. The guy called Hamza Chimaev out. Like, come on, man. Like, you, you got to give credit to him because no, no one wants to fight these guys. Like, they're, they're, they're tough fights. So, Bilal is, is willing to fight anyone, and that's why the UFC saw that, and they're like, okay, you're willing to fight anyone. We're going to give you this up-and-comer in Sean Brady, and that did not phase him. He looked the best he's ever looked, and I personally thought he deserved a shot at the title after this. Like, even though it was against Sean Brady, it's like still, I he, he's just been looking so good. He hasn't lost since 2019, and the rematch with Leon Edwards makes sense at this point, considering how their first fight ended. There's actually a storyline there compared to Leon versus Colby. Colby has no ties to Leon despite him calling him Leon Scott. So it just didn't make sense to me. And yeah, like uh, I thought they should have made that title fight, but I, I also understand the arguments of that. Bilal needs at least one more win against someone in the top five before we consider that. So I think this makes the most sense, this fight with Gilbert Burns, but it's a tough fight for him because even though he's not taking it uh, on short notice in regards to him fighting a month prior to this fight like Gilbert is, um, 
you know, Bilal is taking this fight after Ramadan, which happened last month. And I know some people have been saying, you know, he should be good. Um, maybe the weight cut will be easier, but I, I don't know, man. It's just like you're unable to train as hard as you can during Ramadan. And he's even admitted this himself. It's like, I can't go as hard because you're not eating or drinking during the day. And he even says like, my training partners go easier on me because of it. And that's understandable, man. It's, it's hard to do go 100% in fight camp or in training when you're fasting all day. So I feel like that's going to play a factor as well. And then for him to take this fight so shortly after Ramadan, it, it, it is risky for him in my opinion, but some people will, will argue no. Uh, so that's a factor that I think is going to be affecting Bilal heading into this fight. But what's at stake for him? Same as Gilbert, a shot at the title. I think he definitely deserves to fight for the belt after a win against Gilbert Burns. There's no doubt about that. Any guy, any guy, any winner in this fight matchup deserves to fight for the title. Like this is a clear number one contender bout. I really don't want to see either man lose because I like both of them and I want to see both of them succeed. But if Bilal was to lose, he is 34 years old right now, which is it's getting up there in age, but I still do think he could bounce back despite a defeat. But at the same time, I, I also could understand understand if he doesn't bounce back because it's like um, the UFC doesn't really have much stock in Bilal Muhammad. So if he were to lose, I think it will take him like quite a long time before he does fight for get a title shot. Um, and by that point, he's going to be older and yeah, it's going to be harder for him. So it, it's in a way, this is kind of a do or die for Bilal Muhammad as well, in my opinion, because the UFC doesn't really care for him to fight for the title. He's not the most popular fighter. Not many people like Bilal. I like Bilal <laughs> personally, but, uh, a lot of people don't and money talks and if, there is an opportunity to get Bilal away from the title title shot. Um, the UFC will take it. And if that means losing to Gilbert and giving him another tough road to another sh shot at the title, the UFC will do that. And I think it will be even more difficult for Bilal to do that at this point of his career at this age. So in a way, both men are in a position where this is do or die for them, in my opinion. So it's a very uh, it's a very tough one to say what's who has more at stake heading into this fight. Personally, I think um, I don't know, man. It's actually very hard to say because it's like Bilal has been undefeated since 2019. He has won eight fights in that time time span and for him to lose this fight and just have all of that wipe out without getting a shot at the title it will definitely suck but then at the same time for Gilbert it's like losing at this point will most likely be his last chance at fighting for the belt so for both men it's like it's your last chance but I think for Bilal he has a little bit more at stake because he never fought for the title before at least Gilbert fought once for it so if Bilal doesn't get it now I, I find it hard to believe that he'll get it in the future, especially because I could see the UFC putting Bilal against someone like Shafkar Rahmanov afterwards. And yeah, that's just a hard matchup for him, man. So it's going to be hard for either guy. But I think just by 
a tiny edge of a fraction, the stakes are higher for Bilal Muhammad. But that's my opinion. What do you think? What are your thoughts on this matchup? Who has more at stake heading into this? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one. Bye-bye.